everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Discipline is the highest form of self-love. One more time, just to really take that in. Discipline is the highest form of self-love. I've been plastering that all over my social media because it was a quote that came out during some of my personal growth time. And it's a quote that makes you think. And when I think about that as it relates to my journey and to my life, it's so true. It fits it to a T. The moment when I started to have more discipline in who I was and who I was becoming and how I wanted to show up in how I took care of myself not just my body, but just like my mind, that is when everything shifted for me. When I started to get into a consistent, disciplined routine, that's where I started to take off and I started to dream really big and I started to accomplish really big things. And so quite often I get asked, well, how do you keep the motivation and how do you keep the 75 pounds off and how do you stay disciplined and all the things? Well, (laughs) there's a lot of things that go behind that, but Today's podcast, I actually want to share the flip side of that because I had a very eye-opening experience last week that uh, I hadn't had. It was an experience I hadn't had in a really long time. And before I share all the details with you, I'll give you kind of the cliffhanger version of it, is I stepped back into what it felt like when I was at 205 pounds in a toxic rock bottom part of my life. But again, before I really dip into that piece, I first want to share the taco of the week, which guys, when you hear this, you're going to giggle. So let's just come out with it. The name of the taco for the week is the Chicky Chickpea Taco. Yay! (laughs) Features chicken and chickpeas and a very delicious lime avocado salsa. It is just good. It's refreshing, and it features one of my favorite meats, which is ground chicken, not normal chicken. Uh Aha, I got you. So if that sounds absolutely amazing, don't forget to go check out the show notes to grab the recipe card. But speaking of recipe cards, more specifically recipes, you guys, it is my favorite time of the year, not just because it's the holidays, but because this time last year, I had this crazy idea of what if I made... A cookbook. What if I made an extension of this little show that just happens to be on Facebook and Instagram that, you know, a couple people watch a week? What if I made a recipe book? And then I could actually be not only a part of people's holidays, but I could be a part of their home life long term. I could bring healthy, delicious cooking to their home, to their dinner table, while also instead of them binging Netflix and the news, which God knows how sometimes toxic that can be, they could listen to a show that actually allows for them to ask better questions and to have more than just service level conversations with each other. So I started to dream really big on this and two weeks later, I I got my dad involved and we created an entire cookbook based off of the fan favorites from season one's all of the recipes along with some special ones. And so, of course, when Black Friday rolled around again, which is up next week, I was like, we're going all in on this. We're making a 2.0 version of it. So it's going to have the fan favorites from all of season one, 
plus the recipes that are featured from season two. And of course, because we want to make the book extra special, some uh, special book only released uh, recipes that we're going to be releasing for the holiday special. So Taco About It Tuesday, it's an ebook that you can print out, but it does have actual digital links to the podcasts and different shows that I've done. So if you want to go ahead and purchase that or get a pre-order in, I'm going to go ahead and link that in the show notes as well. So you can fill out a form and when the time comes, you'll just get slinged a link and we'll go from there. But thank you so much for just supporting the show. And I cannot wait to be a part of your home and a part of your holidays this year. All right, let's jump in. So before I went on my tangent about the Taco Bell Tuesday recipe book 2.0, I left you with the cliffhanger of last week for the first time in a really long time. I stepped into basically what it was like when I was at my personal hell, when I was at my rock bottom. And that was when I was working an insane amount of hours. I was always eating out. I was always at the office happy hours or, you know, picking up Starbucks, you know, because I could barely keep myself awake from all the exhaustion just mentally and physically. And I just, I was on autopilot. Like I was in that toxic relationship. I just wasn't doing anything positive for me. I was so busy of chasing success, of chasing, you know, work goals and what I thought was financial freedom at the time and all of these things because I thought that's that's what you were supposed to do. And it just turned me into this monster and I lost myself until, right, until I was able to make that big decision to have more discipline in my life. Because again, discipline is the highest form and I would say even the strongest form of self-love. And last week I had this insanely intense certification. So I was getting certified from USA Parkour to be a world free running and parkour certified coach. Super big opportunity. And what was really hard about it, you guys, was like I was faced against some of my biggest fears, which you guys know my opinions of fears. I'm all about going head up with it. So I wasn't resistant to that. But it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of effort to overcome those things and to build up to those things. So not only was I learning terminology and brand new moves and things that were just quite frankly scary as all get out, but then I had to learn how to coach it and how to cue it and how to structure it and how to spot for it and safety measures. Like it was truly a mental just blur. And that was for three days. And so the first day I, you know, it's day one, you haven't experienced really anything yet. So I got up really early at like 4am. I got my workout and I got my personal development in, went, had a very long, exhausting day, basically passed out that Wednesday night to wake up again, because I knew that I was not going to have a ton of an opportunity really to serve my clients and work for my business like the next couple of days. So I got up really early. I didn't do anything for me at all. It was technically my rest day and I didn't do anything, like nothing for my mind. I just got up and I started working and responding to messages and doing all the things. And I went into that very long day, which for me was 6 a.m. start time didn't get out till 10 p.m. That was a long day. And then I was uh, training until Friday. Friday was test out day. But what happened in between all of that, besides just like being completely mentally exhausted, 
was I was also physically exhausted because I was moving around and doing a lot of scary things. But in betweens were the breaks, right? I would just like try and (laughs) take mental breaks by going on social media. And then when we would uh, get to lunchtime, you know, I had the choice to meal prep, which I actually did. But then everyone's like, oh, we're going out to eat. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, we'll go out to eat. So I didn't do any of my meal prep that I had originally planned. And so where we went out to, you know, they had okay choices, but I was just so hungry and my blood sugar was low. So there were some choices that I made that maybe I wouldn't normally make if I wasn't in that situation. I had Starbucks more in those three days than I've had in my entire last year. Like everything that I had built a discipline up to completely fell apart, you guys. And by the end of it, I was just so exhausted and so over it that if you would have just done something as simple as poked me, I probably would have just ate you alive or I probably would have bursted into tears. And I sat back and I reflected at the end of the day on Friday and I was like, I never want to do that again. Not the certification. Like I never want to feel the way that I had felt and the way that I had showed up the last couple of days ever again. And you guys, I think that this is an important thing to note that it's in these moments of contrast where you get the most clarity, that it's in the moments where you fall on your face or you don't stick to plan where you realize, oh, I really don't like that. And you now have like that leverage is what I would call it to never want to do that again, like ever. (laughs) And that's what I had built. I had been so separated from that since 2019, right? Since I really made the decision and went all in on it, I had been so separated from that life and what it felt like. Of course, I've lived through it with my clients, you know, that I've I've coached and helped them get on healthier routines. But it was such an eye-opening experience to actually be back in those shoes and feel exactly the way that I felt. Even, you know, being 75 pounds down and having this incredible discipline And just seeing how far I've come since then. And so it really fired me up to do this podcast today. And I know that I've spent 10 minutes basically talking about this story, but I hope that this paints the picture for you of how many people walk through life living like that day to day. And that was the eye-opening moment for me of, holy cow, how many people that listen to my podcast live like that every day? And these 15 to 20 minutes that they spend with me, maybe if they even get to spend it with me every so often, that it changes their dang day and their dang life. And it just made me want to show up more and create these challenges and this content. And so anyways, I digress today because I just want to really get into the thick of it of what was the biggest lesson that I had learned from that whole experience. And not only the biggest lesson I learned from falling off the tracks, but for those of you that feel like are barely on the tracks or you just don't even know where the tracks went, how to get back on them. And so the biggest lesson I learned, just get ready for this. If you are waking up to immediately answering the call of others, you are not living, you are simply existing. And let me phrase that in a different way. If you are getting up, to check your messages, to check your emails, to see if that deal went through, to automatically switching on the TV, to just going to work, 
going through the motions, coming home, completely exhausted, eating dinner, maybe not, I don't know, maybe you picked it up and ordered it, whatever that looks like, to then go to bed and wake up and do that over and over and over again. You are not living, you are simply existing. And in those moments, you guys, I was not living. Those last three days, no way. I was just simply existing to the point where people looked at me and they're like, where the hell did Sunflower go? (laughs) Like, where did our girl go? Where did our joyful, happy, high on life, mindset, mastery person go? It was just like disappeared. And so I need for you to hear this loud and clear. If that resonated with you at all, it's time to stop sitting on the sidelines of your life because you've made excuses that it's okay to do so. Stop saying that time, that money, which really, you guys, are just the fear of failure. Stop making that the excuse. Look failure in the freaking eyes, take it by the dang horns, and show yourself what you are capable of. Like, it drives me absolutely bonkers when people put up those excuses. And really, I just want to tell them, What is it that you are so afraid to find? What are you afraid of pulling out of the closet that you shoved so far down into there that you just don't want to address, that you don't want to come head up with? Are you really that afraid of it? Because what I would be more afraid of is sitting on the sidelines of my life even to this day, just a few days later, and thinking, what opportunities I missed, what life I didn't get to live, what relationships and connections and people that might have not come into my life. I think about those things and I don't mean to make it so harsh, but guys, our time on this world in our life is limited. Every single day is a gift to get up and learn something new and become the person that you want to become and continue to evolve that. How freaking cool is that? And again, it's not about like being perfect and not not falling off the tracks. I fell off the tracks, but God, did that teach me so much. That taught me so much. And so now if you have found, well, I don't even know what the tracks are. I don't know where they went. I can't stay on them to save my life. Buckle up, buttercup, because I am going to talk to you about how I was able to have like this talk with myself and what I told myself to help you get back on those tracks because you deserve to not live life on the sidelines and to stop living life based off of those petty and dumb excuses. And I only have three things for you because I wanted to keep it super simple. So the first thing is, do you even know what the tracks are? Like the tracks that you're trying to stay on, do you even know what they are? And more importantly, are they what you want? Were they put upon you by someone else? Were they recommended to you and you thought that you had to do it because that was the only way that you would see success? Do you just not know that at all and you just started like shooting spaghetti to the wall hoping that it sticked by trying to do something because you felt like you had to? If you don't have something to track, if you're not committed around it, if you don't have a strong why, what's the point? So go back and reevaluate 
why and what it is that you're doing. That's what I did. And I thought, okay, do I have something meaningful that I'm shooting for? And that's where this whole very fun, crazy idea of running a half marathon Spartan race with 30 plus obstacles came into my way. Yes, that sounds bananas, but guess what? I have six months to do it. And it lit a different fire underneath me. And had I not had this experience, I don't know if I would have done that. And what that did, as a side note, is it got my dad really, really excited about the fact that him and I are going to Montana in May for my birthday trip, and we get to share this experience together, and he gets to watch me over the next six months shoot for something new. Like, it just, it's really cool, you guys. Like, I got to reevaluate something because something that set me back so far and put me into rock bottom now became my set up. Just so cool. So to wrap that up, ask yourself, Do you know what it is and do you even like it? Do you know why you were on this road to begin with? And if not, then we just need to start there. The second thing is stop looking for motivation. I know that we use the word motivation in a lot of things, especially when it comes to accomplishing goals in our health journey, but motivation is kind of BS in my eyes. I believe that instead of shooting for motivation, because really, It's never there when you need it. (laughs) Like when push comes to shove, when you have to do the hard things and sacrifice late nights and, you know, do the things that you really just don't want to do, motivation's never there. Are you kidding me? We could all agree to that. So instead of looking for motivation and depending on it, let's look for inspiration. And the way that I've started to decipher those two, and this is just my personal thing, this isn't fact by any means. But motivation to me is something that you're looking for on the outside to therefore trigger something on the inside. Inspiration is starting with the inner being. It's doing the things that get you into peak state because when you are in that peak state, there is nothing that you won't and that you can't do. You will run through a wall if someone says run through a wall and you are in that state. Truly, it's an incredible state to be in and I highly recommend that you find yourself in it more. But go for inspiration. Go do the things that make you tick and that make you happy and that make you want to run through those walls. So that way, when you know your what and you're really freaking strong on your why, on the days where you don't want to get up or the nights that you don't want to stay up late to do the dang thing, guess what? You're going to do it because you know how to put yourself in state. And then the third thing is you just take small action. I, you guys, I had this moment on was it Sunday night? Yes, it was It was Sunday night. I had this moment where I was coming back home from a ninja competition. I chose not to compete in it because I was just so drained from the week and so I didn't even sign up for it. And I went to go still like support my friends and I had this long drive back from Castle Rock and I had just got done eating Fuzzy's tacos, which they were delicious. And it was about like 6.30 at night. And I was like, I just don't wanna. Like, I know I need to work out. I missed my workout yesterday and I didn't do my workout on Friday. Like I'm behind two days. Like I just don't want to. And I just started to fall into this cycle of inaction. And it was, again, the longest time where I had felt that way. And I just started to think about these things. And that's where this whole podcast content came from. But I started to think about the moment that I walked in the door and I suddenly snapped back into myself and was like, Kayla, 
You know right now that you are in this weird state of inaction. The only way to break inaction is to take action. So when you get home, you're opening up your computer, you're pressing play, and you're not giving yourself any other excuse or any other option to do any other activity. And so guess what I did? I marched in. I gave Chloe a pat on the head. I opened up my computer and I just pressed play. Didn't even have my tennis shoes on yet. Didn't even have like my electrolyte drink, like was not ready, but I just did it. And within those 20 minutes, I fought for myself in such a powerful way. And I laid on the floor and that was my reward after because I was really freaking hot and sweating everywhere. And I laid on the floor and I was like, this is why I do it. This is why I do what I do. And this is why I show up for myself in this way. Because what I had just overcome and then how I showed up from overcoming what I had just overcome in this workout, it uh, it was everything for me. And it was like a new Kayla was reborn. And it allowed for me to go into Monday morning with that fire and that level head of like, okay, I'm jumping back into this. I'm doing this. I've already broke the chain of... In- in action. And now I'm just going to continue to take small action and to be kind and to be gentle with myself in the process and know that at the end of the day, everything's going to be okay because I'm making the choice to show up. And so again, this is what I'm going to leave you with is that quote, discipline is the highest form of self-love. We do the most harm to ourselves when we don't keep our promises to ourselves which is why I believe that so many people have shied away from dreaming big and doing things for themselves because they're afraid of that disappointment. They are afraid of breaking that promise to themselves. But here's what I will say to counter that is that there is nothing, you guys, there is nothing like the journey to becoming your best self. And you cannot fail when you make a decision to go for it. It's only when you never start in the first place that you don't get the chance to build the belief in you. And that's where the true disappointment actually becomes an outcome. So if there's anything that I know, it's that when you make the decision, the universe gives you a gift that comes in the form of a test. (laughs) And that test is going to see just how bad you want it and just how serious you are about it. All of this to say that obstacles and struggles are inevitable in life and they attempt to knock you off the tracks. But they only actually accomplish that if you tell yourself that they did. So start telling yourself a different story today and make your setbacks your setups. Thank you so much for showing up for you today. And thank you so much for just opening up your heart and listening to my unscripted, all over the place, yet honest and vulnerable story about what I had trekked through the last few days. I'm really hoping that there were parts that you related to And now seeing that I was able to overcome it and I'm on to greener pastures that you have every opportunity right now to do the same thing. Until next time, I hope that you go and you break the chain of inaction to then build your discipline up and show yourself the highest form of self-love. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Bye guys.